Welcome to the DM's Pocket Guide, where we discuss the rules, spells, and monsters of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Okay, today we're going to talk about owlbears uh, on page 249 of the Monster Manual. I love owlbears. Yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah. Fun fact yeah. about owlbears is they are a large monstrosity. Oh, a monstrosity. Not a beast. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely would have assumed that they were a beast. Yeah, so this is important for uh, druids who wish to wild shape into creatures. Yeah. They can only uh, wild shape into beasts, not into monstrosities. Okay, so no druid is turning into an owlbear. Yeah, uh, and they are unaligned. Okay. They're not neutral. They're not even anything. They're just oh, interesting. Not evil. They're not good. They're, they're not lawful. This. They're not chaotic. They are just unaligned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, owlbears have an arm class of thirteen, so pretty mm-hmm. low. Uh, they have 59 hit points. Mm, okay. So kind of up there. Pretty, pretty tough. You yeah. take a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, and they can move 40 feet. Ooh, so, they're faster than the average character. Yeah, definitely faster than a, a level one uh, yeah. of most, uh, most of your player characters. <laughs> they can be outrun by an owlbear. Um, for their individual characteristics, uh, strength is, is up there with a nice plus five. Makes These sense. things are immense hulky uh things i probably point out at this point that it is an owl head on a bear body not yeah. a bear head on an owl body yeah so they got those powerful bear limbs so strong <laughs> yeah and a big fierce beak yeah um so yeah big strength makes sense the body of a bear uh they aren't very smart they've okay. got a minus four for their intelligence okay. not charismatic either unsurprisingly and just like reasonably dexterous. Okay. Yeah. Um, they get a plus three to perceptions. You can imagine like keen eyesight, keen oh, yeah. senses. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they're probably going to see you coming. Yeah, they're going to know you're there. Okay. Uh, they have dark vision up to 60 feet. So even if it's dark and you're in their layer, mm-hmm. then they're going to know uh, you're there. A passive perception 13, which is pretty, okay. pretty reasonable. They don't speak any languages. Sure. And they have a challenge rating of three. Okay. Pretty good for early days. Reasonable challenge, yeah. Yeah. Um, The feature that they've got on this sheet is keen sight and smell. The Albert has advantage on wisdom uh, perception checks that rely on sight or smell. So when they are trying to find prey, Mm. find characters, yeah. Uh, they're going to have advantage on those rolls. This thing is ready to hunt things. Yeah, it's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets a multi-attack when it's in combat. It can make two attacks, one with its beak and one with its claws. Oh man, I remember this like the first time fighting an owlbear was the first time that I think a multi-attack ever happened and it like blew my terrified little D&D <laughs> mind. Of, like, <laughs> it can hit twice! <laughs> yep. Yep. It's just weapons all over this thing. Uh, so the beak is going to do one uh, d ten plus five piercing damage. Yikes. So this is the, the big chomper. Uh, they get a plus seven to hit as well. So mm-hmm. these things are pretty pretty brutal in battle. Yeah. Um, and then its claws do two d eight, so higher Ooh. average damage, but probably more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, claws are what you want to be using to, to deal out your damage. Okay. Uh, again, plus five for the damage, and then 
uh, plus seven to hit as well. So it does only have uh, melee attacks. It's got nothing ranged. Right, it's got to get up close. Totally makes sense. Bite your face off. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's what the stat block has to say. Got mm-hmm. kind of a picture of what this, this thing is like. The flavor text in the monster manual sort of goes on to describe these creatures as rushing in to uh, attack whatever has, has come into their um, into their territory. They don't care if it's bigger than them. Mm. If you are in its space, it is going to attack you, and you will know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, they're the barbarians of, of of villains of of monsters. They're just rush right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're like hooting and screeching as they're charging in. They're probably thick and uh, bulky, and they. Um, it says that they prefer like denser forests, so mm. that their prey doesn't have like room to escape. So you can imagine them like crashing through uh, the undergrowth. Like you're gonna yeah. know when an owl bear is coming at you. Yeah, I think that is important. The, this is not the stealthy monster. This is the. Oh my goodness, what is coming at us? Mm-hmm. Uh, equally with an Albert den, you're also going to know that that's there by the, the smell of... Um, mm. Apparently these creatures drag their prey back to their den. Uh, so there's like a lot of like rotting carcasses around and other creatures that, that are scavengers that, mm-hmm. that come and pick through these things. So if you're going to have your players come across an Albert den, mm. uh, there's definitely some great flavor text in there. Yeah, this is definitely like intimidation creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, they typically are solitary creatures, but they do mention uh, hunting in mated pairs. Uh, but they typically only stay together as long as it takes their young to uh, be able to hunt for themselves, essentially. Okay. Um, we should probably talk about what happens when your party encounters an owlbear. And, and they try- want to adopt them! <laughs> yes. Uh, so their intelligence is pretty low. It's a three, mm-hmm. um, which is required for any kind of like training or mm. uh, use as a mount. Okay. It is possible to do it, mm-hmm. but uh, it takes a, a lot of good rolls and probably a <laughs> bunch of time to uh, to train your owl bear. Okay. Yeah. This is not just one good animal handling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh no no, many many good animal handlings and probably even after that. Like, there's always a chance that your owlbear will become unruly and... Yes, you could bite the hand that feeds it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, So that goes on to sort of describe some different ways that owlbears have been used in different cultures, which is kind of cool, like a good way to get an idea about how um, these creatures interact with the world, have been interacted with by the world. Um, and then their origin is very mysterious. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, scholars have long debated the origins of the owlbear. Some people say that it was like a demented wizard that <laughs> made this first hybrid. Of course. Yeah. Um, and then some there's some things about their like a fey ancestry mm-hmm. or like they've been around for a lot longer than... So you could kind of make up whatever background you want for these creatures because canonically it is ambiguous mm-hmm. in fact uh, there's a really good book that has this as a as a feature uh, kings of the wild by nicholas eames yeah, has really good. a whole like hunt for owl bears and uh, that's definitely i've heard that wizard thing from mm-hmm. from that book too so yeah excellent well that's owl bears on uh, page 249 of the monster manual thanks for listening 
If you have something you would like us to cover, email it to roarcatreads at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at roarcatreads.